Batman universe. What's up, clowns? Welcome back, or welcome for the first time to the Batman universe. This is episode number 115. I am one of your co-hosts, Jamie McGow, Magoo, however you want to say it. And with me, as always, is my buddy and partner in crime, Andy G. Genova. Hello, everybody. And we are we are out uh, our Brian Crosby this week. Yes, uh, he is stuck in train traffic. Yes, indeed. That's which I didn't know was a thing, but something dies on the tracks, and you, all of a sudden oh. you're stuck. <laughs> well, topical, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's the future, man. There's all kinds of weird new it traffic is. nowadays. There's always going to be a reason for traffic. Yeah. So uh, maybe Brian will get here in time to to sneak in for a cameo at the end, but in the meantime. You got Jamie and me to bring you all of your latest Batman news, so uh, let's get this party started. Let's do it. Uh, this news is very small news, but we'll mention it. I feel uh, bad leading with it. It wasn't on purpose. I was kind of just Well, we'll compiling. start small. Yeah, we'll start small and, and, and it, Yeah, so you got to wait for the good stuff. We're going for crescendo here. Right. Uh, first thing, uh, Jesse Eisenberg was in a recent press image for Now You See Me Too with the entire cast, and uh, in it, he looked like his head was buzzed, which further lends credence to the fact that he probably shaved his head for BVS. Uh, not a huge surprise. We all expected as much anyway, but it just seems like that is the case. Yeah, it's one of those things that it's like, it'd be more trouble for them, I think, to not have his head shaved. Right. You know, like... Like, we can see variances in a a Heath Ledger Joker versus, you know, an animated series Joker or, um, you know, Jack Nicholson Joker. But they got purple. They got green hair. They got the makeup. They got the smile. Like, these are points you hit. I think Lex Luthor being bald is a point you hit. Like, it's just... It's just, I mean, it's his most defining trait appearance-wise. Yeah. So you kind of assume that was going to happen. Yeah. Makes sense. Again, yeah, they would take a lot more fire if... He had hair. Right. Then if he didn't. Why make trouble for yourself, you know? Yeah. Why do it? Don't welcome You're it. You're just egging, 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 egging it on. Okay, so. Speaking of egging us on. Oh, my gosh. Somebody missed us as much as we missed him. Old scoot old buddy or back in action. Well, maybe not back in action, but just you're talking about. You're talking. You're out there, alive. In the world. With both legs, working, talking. Yeah, talking about a little bit, just kind of giving a little inkling uh, to the press about uh, his role in BVS. Uh, So his quote is that he said, It's definitely 100% a character I've never played, and I can't speak too freely on it. But yeah, getting into it, that thing, getting into that thing was definitely something I had to wrap my head around emotionally in order to play that character. But with that being said, I had a lot of fun doing it when I was in the process of shooting it. My head was in a different place, but I'm really excited to see how it turns out and what they do with it and see the film. So clearly... A, a pretty. This is not just like a secondary. I mean, it's a secondary, but you know, not not such a small role that it's like you know he's not man right. walking down the road who's right. lost his legs, you know, yes. or something. It's like he has some lines. He has a role in this story. Yeah, there's a and the lot fact that he's of, got to wrap his head around it emotionally kind of kind of confirms a lot of the guesses out there that he was someone who was injured in the Battle of Metropolis uh, for yeah. Man of Steel. Makes a lot of sense. If if he's saying that there was an emotional place he had to go, you can just imagine what you know what that means. If oh yeah. my whole life was in an uproar until that cursed world engine right. showed up. And it, and if anything, if this is leading to him being like a a more primary character, you know, I, I don't think it's in this movie. You know, a lot of people are saying you know Metallo and saying uh, what were some of the other ones. Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy Olsen, which I, I don't buy. No, yeah, so I, I just, I feel like that this perfectly describes, you know, it's not like, yeah, I had to really get into the role and read, it's like, he is probably a regular guy, you know, yeah. who had, yeah. has been affected. I mean, that right. that's, it, it reads pretty true. So a lot of people just speculating so much about the, yeah. the legs still, about the flash and all kinds of other <laughs> nonsense. Somebody said he was Oracle potentially. Oh, well, he's got range. Which is hilarious. (laughs) They're like, yeah, I don't remember Oracle being a guy or smoking, but, you know, hey, whatever. Um, 
So yeah, we'll see. What we're waiting to see what old Scoot is truly up to in BVS. But I think I think we know. I think no, we know general debauchery in his life at least, just being Scoot McNary. Exactly. He's got to do it. You know, he's Scoot. He's he is Scoot. He's legendary. That's how he do. I th- I'm sure they're expanding his role just I, because of the popularity of his photos. Oh, absolutely. They're like, we got to get this guy in more of this stuff. They're like, the, the fans love Scoot. They're like, is Scoot, a Scoot movie, is that happening too much? I mean, is that Am I going too far? And I think everyone in the room is kind of silent, like, maybe. maybe do you know, do you know who, he's, he, who Scoot might be playing? Who? Scooter oh. from the GoBots. Oh my God, that's a reach, but, yeah, yeah. but not he too could far. Be. Hey, Andy, you. His legs could transform into little scooters. <laughs> Your recent speculations have been spot on, my friend, so I'm not going to put it past you at all. <laughs> you think I'm just toying with you with these carrots? And no. then, boom, and which then we'll be- get into in just a second. They become real. Not yet. Oh, but, my gosh. But in a minute, we're going to get into that. We will. Uh, before that, let's talk about The Flash. Ezra Miller is out there talking about when he learned that he was going to play The Flash in the upcoming uh, DC Cinematic Universe. He said, Zack Snyder told me on the phone that he wanted me to play The Flash while I was eating a tilapia in a small Central American village. <laughs> What was he doing in a small (laughs) Central American village eating tilapia? And it's very specific. It's very specific. It was something that specific. It can't be a lie. No, no. He wasn't at Krispy Kreme. No, no. He was eating a tilapia. Well, and I think that I just imagine in my mind, like, you know, because when you get news like this, this is like, you know, it's like the whole, you know, on a a reverse, on a positive note, it's like, where were you when 9-11 happened? Yes. Oh, yeah. You don't don't forget. You don't forget. So he's like... You know, I feel like he's he's told this story so many times. You're yes. like, I was in Central a Central American village eating a tilapia. E- eating a tilapia. Right? That's what he does. And then, and then get I get this call, right? And I'm the freaking Flash. And, I mean, yeah, talk about it. it. It is kind of funny just thinking about him being in, like, a really random place and then getting massive news and then, like, turning right. to, like... See if people would, you know, who can I tell? Turning to his, his server, who yeah. is yeah. refreshing his drink. He's like, I'm the Flash. And she goes, okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> See. They're like, uh, just, uh, yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, but he, he continues, said that that was definitely a moment that prompted me to question the fabric of my reality. Uh, so it is true. Like, you, there, there are those seminal moments in your life, in your career, where you're like, oh, my God, I remember when I got called into that meeting. I remember when I got that call, all that. This was that moment for him, and totally. This is the first time I remember him talking about the Flash. Yeah, I don't think he's. I feel like he hadn't said a word no. until now. Yeah, maybe he's just been really shell shocked, and I know that a lot of people have been. Um, you know, I'm sure that there's that they're still really pushing the Flash show, and they want you know um, Grant, right? Grant Gustin, Gustin, yeah. Yeah. to be you know kind of like their leading Flash guy because the show's doing. The well. show's great. It's, he's great. It's, but yeah, he's I mean, awesome. You know, I was in. So that, maybe they're kind of waiting a little. I was bit. in that camp. Mm-hmm. Until I started thinking bigger, and I started thinking about the Suicide Squad movie. And I'm like, if you tied this universe to your TV universe, now you've got to use Boomerang from the CW TV show. You've got to use yeah. the guy they hired for Deathstroke and Arrow. You've got, mm-hmm. like, you've got to use that skinny model Amanda Waller. And, and now all of a sudden you're tied to these <laughs> other characters you didn't necessarily need to be. Yes. For Flash and Arrow... I'm going to miss them, but if you, if, but because the universe is getting so big, um, you don't want to tie yourself to all of that. And I think it's yeah. nice to keep it separate because now TV has free reign to do what they want, mm-hmm. and then the films can do the same. So I, I totally at the, at first I was I was one of those people going, no, Grant Gustin's great, he's awesome, use him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now as we see it progress, I'm actually kind of happy that they're going the way they are. I think for the safety and sanctity of potential storylines in the future, I mean these guys have a, a big task ahead of them, and it's hard enough for separately TV and movie to not write themselves into a corner with the stories because I mean we've seen with a lot of things um, DC Marvel any of these universes where it's like we're getting reboots a lot of times because they do they write themselves into a corner with a story they think is going good and then maybe it doesn't or what have you it's just so yeah I agree I think while Grant is awesome I love him he's so good as Barry Allen he's fantastic you know but um you know, yeah, this this does give them a little bit more free reign to do what they want to do in the films. So, totally. 
So moving on to Suicide Squad. So it's not really new news that Tom Hardy has exited the role of Rick Flagg in Suicide Squad. Um, you know, basically everybody has overall said it's basically scheduling conflict. Yeah, the, the official, yeah, the official line is that the current project that he is shooting is not going to be done in time in April and they won't wait. Yeah. Perfectly reasonable. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, others are out there saying that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, <laughs> our, our good buddies. Good old, good old Latino, Latino Review. review. <laughs> they, of I, course, chimed in on this. I, I just love the automatic attitude that that comes with Latino Review where you're like, well, but Latino Review. Yeah, exactly. I can't help just the snark just immediately comes out. Once I see Latino Review anywhere in this, Yeah, I'm you can't sorry. help it. No, I, you can't help it. I mean, you look at their track record and you look at how desperate they are for I, relevance and clicks and how they literally have been proven to just make crap up. I just am shocked at the relevancy <laughs> that they have still. I mean, you know, where we we kind of find our in, source in the absence of real news, people yeah. will run with fake news. Yeah, and that's exactly what Latina Review oh, thrives and they're on. They're just they're all you know, and and to their merit, I will give them. You know, maybe they've maybe El Mayimbe or one of their guys does know a few people in the industry and get some super speculative inside stories, right. and then they just run. Maybe with he it. knows the Starbucks guy at Warner Brothers. Yeah, exactly. Who's it's, like, <laughs> when I was making a frappuccino. I heard over the blender somebody say, Rick Flagg. And I was like, oh, my God, Tom Hardy's pissed. Yeah, it's because Tom (laughs) Hardy is so pissed off. He hates the script. I mean, that's obviously – so that's what what Latino reviews. What I had heard isn't even that he hated the script. It's that because of the inclusion of the Joker and because of Will Smith being cast as Deadshot, the the role of Rick Flagg was minimized – to the point where Tom Hardy no longer wanted to do it. Hmm. Very possible, sure. C- considering the amount of characters that are, are set to be in this film, and a character like Rick Flagg was always going to be secondary at I, best. I, yeah, I can't imagine that he really thought... I mean, he played Bane, you know? I mean, he played the main villain in the yeah. third you know, Dark Knight movie. It's like playing one of, what is there, five characters in the Suicide Squad. Five, five main ones. Main you, ones. We keep with, hearing more supporting characters. Yeah, I mean, so he had, he knew going in that this was going to be, you know, a smaller role for him. So to me, it's just like, you know, maybe he just, maybe he did, it was kind of like he had scheduling conflicts. I'm sure if it was more of a priority to him or a bigger role, he might have been able to prioritize it. But the truth, I, I, I highly doubt is that he's just like, you know, like yeah, that he's yeah. just... Feels like this isn't good enough for him, you know. I I don't know, but then again, you know who who knows. The bottom line, he's not going to be in it, and I don't think anybody's like really boohooing too much. Well, about and it. and like, I like Tom Hardy. I love Tom Hardy, yeah. and that's great. That just opens him up to play another role down the line. Yeah. I always thought a guy like Tom Hardy was kind of wasted with Rick Flag anyway. Agreed. Because. Yeah. With all due offense to the Rick Flag fans out there, who the hell's Rick Flag? Yeah, exactly. You know, like I'm sorry. I know so little about that. I, I, I mean, all. yeah, I, do, I, I immediately had to Wikipedia him mm-hmm. when it was announced that Tom Hardy was playing him. So, yeah. um, so he was probably like, "Oh, this is too tough to work out. Yeah, big loss. It's not you worth know? it. It's yeah. fine. It's and fine. that's fine. Yeah. Um, so uh, because he is, he is has left the project. There were rumors that they were going after Jake Gyllenhaal to take it. Uh, apparently, he has passed, and so now the two names that are being bandied about are John Bernthal mm-hmm. from The Walking Dead and Fury. So he, and Fury, yeah. So he he did work with uh, David Ayer before, yes, and Joel Edgerton from Exodus: Gods and Kings, uh, and. He's been in a. What bunch was that of other Tom Hardy movie that he was in? Um, the, the, oh, the, the fighter. fighter. One. The fighter. It was called the or no, not the fighter. Um, what the heck warrior. was it? Warrior. Yeah, it was. That was really it was good. The actually. MMA MMA movie. Yeah, yeah. Warrior. Um, so honestly, I like both of those names as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, Joel Joel Edgerton is a little more A list than John Bernthal, but John Bernthal's his 
his star is rising, and for again for a very supporting role like Rick Flag, I yeah. think that makes perfect sense. I mean, these guys would be like, you know, I, I would be fine if they announced uh, a no name guy for Rick Flag. You know, it's like yeah. give, give somebody We're not that invested. No, in, give, in give, Rick a, Flag. give a new actor that maybe has some chops, like a shot at this, because it's like who you know who cares? Yeah, like, I'm sure you know with the combination of all these characters. Yes, we want him to be good, but we're just saying it doesn't need to be a face. To this yeah, character. it doesn't have to be a star as big as Tom Hardy or, or even Joel Edgerton. No. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. And then along those same lines, uh, this came out late yesterday, so I don't think it made a chance to make it into the show notes. But uh, Deathstroke is is heavily rumored to be in the film. Oh, right. I did read that. And yes. uh, right now they're saying Joe Manganiello is the front runner to play Deathstroke. Oh, really? Which is pretty awesome. Wow. I've been waiting for Joe Manganiello to join a comics-based film for years now. He... Uh, reportedly, allegedly, was the runner-up for Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And I was very disappointed because I was rooting for him because I like totally. him a lot. Yeah. Um, now that I've seen Man of Steel, I think they made the right choice. Okay. But I love Manganello. I think he he's great. I so, wanted to see him show up as a hero down the line, mm-hmm. maybe Shazam. But I also think he could kill it as Deathstroke. I think he could, too. I mean, uh, I'm... I'm more limited on what I've actually seen him because he's in uh, what's the the television show that he's True Blood. True Blood. True Blood was like kind of his his big his big break. He uh, he was on How I Met Your Mother. He was in the first Spider Man movie with with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, that's right. He was Flash Thompson. Yeah, gosh, I completely forgot that was him. Yeah, I mean he's grown a little bit since then. I mean he's and then he was got the perfect look. Yeah, he was in Magic Mike. Which, of course. Which we uh, love. Yeah, we, which, we, that's a great movie. We basically have it on repeat uh, here uh, yeah. all the time. So, so But, yeah. no, he's he's a guy who has who has a following. He's got the talent. He is still probably pretty affordable. Um, yeah. I think he's a great choice. And he's huge. He's a monster. He's you know? a, he is like, yeah, again, looks-wise, it's like just he, there's no training required for right. this guy to get him to the role. It's like he'd be perfect. Like, all right, you ready to do this movie? Like, all right. Yeah. Get the suit ready. Yeah. Get him to do it. And so. I've seen him play Noble in True Blood. I've seen him cool. play Douchey in Spider Man. I've seen him play uh, Dumb in How I Met Your Mother. Uh-huh. Uh, full disclosure: I still haven't gotten around to Magic Mike, so I don't know exactly yeah. exactly how yeah. he how in he plays. Truth, that. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad we get that on the table because in truth, Just I also it out have not watched throwing it. it out so. there. My, my girlfriend saw it. She says it's awful. Yeah, actually, same, <laughs> same. Yeah, my girlfriend watched it and was like, I don't know why people are. I mean. Obviously, I it's get because, it. It's because girls are shallow and they just love us for our bodies. Uh, and it's insulting. It really is. Love it's, me for my mind yeah, and my body. It's got to stop. I mean, you know? We do work hard. We do. Our man muscles. <laughs> you know, so we appreciate the appreciation, but that's not all we are. It's you know? Exactly. <laughs> so, Beauty fades. That's right. It's not going to last forever. Our wit, however. Well, also not going to last forever. Yes. Okay, so moving on. So, yeah, hopefully that we'll see some more with that. Um, but moving on. Uh, so another smaller rumor in Suicide Squad. Uh, a Forbes blogger, actually, a guy, Mark Hughes, uh, said Ben Affleck uh, will make a cameo in Suicide Squad. Now, let me stop you right there. Uh-huh. Ben Affleck may make a cameo in Suicide Squad. You don't remember anyone else? Guessing that this might happen. Well, I I do. I, Check I the an, tape. I have an Check the tape. That maybe a certain Andy DeGenova might have mentioned something when, about when said. when the when the Suicide Squad announcement happened. What did I say? <laughs> I'm saying, hey, I gave you your accolade at the beginning of this, man. You have been <laughs> you have been spot on. I mean, if if. El Mayimbe and Latina Review had your statistical wins as far as right? guesses. They would, I would totally... Hey, hey, Latina Review, call me, yeah. okay? Come on. You want P- some... Push El Mayimbe out on an iceberg and just let him float <laughs> yeah. away. We got uh, a psych over here, and basically. And I don't even have any inside sources. I just have good old-fashioned common sense. And intuition. And intuition, yeah. exactly. yeah. Nerd, anyway, nerd intuition. I made that guess when they announced Suicide Squad, whenever that was. Um, yeah, a while ago now. And that, and you guys were like, "Stop dangling the carrots!" Um, and now Mark Hughes from Forbes, who uh, who's who's actually really good. Uh, he writes really good articles. Yeah, and uh, a lot of great insights. A viable source. Yeah, here. very yeah. viable source. Uh, he said that Ben Affleck's Batman will cameo in Suicide Squad um, in a scene involving the Joker. Which, again, makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah. Uh, because if, you know, where there is Joker, there is often bats. 
and uh, it will set up a future solo Batman film featuring the Joker, which will be influenced by the third issue of The Dark Knight Returns. So still kind of going with that... The Frank Miller run. Older, mm-hmm. I mean, I, for lack of a better term, but more experienced. Like I, like, I like the fact that it looks like this is a Joker and this is a Batman that have already tangled for years. Mm-hmm. And that rivalry already exists. It's not them meeting for the first time. It's mm-hmm. not an origin story. It's mm-hmm. like, no, this is a 10-year-long rivalry, and now it's about to get real again. That's cool. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's it's we're, we're going to see the Batman and the Joker, I think, the way that we've seen them most often in the comics and in most stories. Right, I mean, we right. get, They've done the origin story to death in, in movies. You know, It's about time. It's like, let's get into the meat of this. We know who these characters are. And what a great way to set up, you know, if Ben Affleck makes a cameo or, uh, you know, Batman or Bruce Wayne makes a cameo in Suicide Squad. It's like it's a great way to also kind of introduce the character and maybe even feel it out a little bit to see how get people's read on it. So, yeah, it's a good I'm. I'm hoping they do, that this is all true. And I think so, too. And I, I don't think, it, I don't think, I think it's a matter of, of whether or not they want it. I think it's a matter of if Ben can pop over for two days to shoot it. Yeah. Um, but generally in these contracts, it includes like, oh, three-picture deal plus two cameos. Right. Something like that. Um, now, because it's Ben, I'm sure they... I'm sure they're kind of like whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to they're gonna play hardball with him. Um, but at the same time... I, I think I, he's probably... I see no reason why he wouldn't want to do it either. Ex- Especially because exactly. if it's a cameo, if it's a scene between him and the Joker at the finale of the movie... Right. Um, why would that's he something he can do in like, a day. Yeah, right. why wouldn't he be, you know, uh, willing to do that? Or, or you know, he's he's he wants his character to be as great as Warner Brothers do. Absolutely. If not even more. Yeah, I mean, he's, he really cares. So I think... If he sees this as a potential, you know, for for more, I'm sure that he's not going to be very difficult when, yeah. when it comes to building this character to who he wants it to be and who they want it to be. So, so let's I mean, look at the the scene from uh, the Incredible Hulk, the movie that nobody talks about anymore. But the scene where Tony Stark shows up in that, right? You know, that took that took Robert Downey Jr. probably four hours mm-hmm. out of his life mm-hmm. to do that. Right. I, I assume it would be something of that size for Suicide Squad. Right. right. Where Ben can leave whatever movie he's directing after lunch, yeah. swing by Warner Brothers, do this in the afternoon and evening, yeah. and now they've got a cameo. Yeah. Linger in the shadows in yeah. the suit. It's not, it's Say not a, few lines a huge commitment. And then, and then roll out. Which it could I'm... just be him staring into the cell. With yeah. the Joker, I, I want <laughs> I want that more than anything. Honestly, I don't want even too much. I love I want. No, it, it can't become a Batman. Movie. No, no, I no. want an ominous, you know, Batman in the shadows tease. Yeah. tease. Like that mm. would just be perfect. So yeah, that's exactly how I hope that they do it. So um, yeah, looking forward to that. Hopefully that comes true. Uh, a little side news here. It's actually been seven years uh, on January twenty second since Heath Ledger. Uh, passed on, and uh, Nolan had this to say in remembrance about uh, Heath Ledger in Newsweek. Um, He said, and I quote, When you get into the edit suite after shooting a movie, you feel a responsibility to an actor who has trusted you, and Heath gave gave us everything. As we started my cut, I would wonder about each take we chose, each trim we made. I would visualize the screening where we'd have to show him the finished film, sitting three or four rows behind him, watching the movements of his head for clues to what he was thinking about, what we'd done, and all that he'd given us. Now that screening will never be real. I see him every day in my edit suite. I study his face, his voice, and I miss him terribly. What a fantastic thing to say. Yeah. I mean, I think that's without doing the kind of general, he was a great guy and he'll be missed, blah, blah, blah. You know, this this gives some real insight into, you know, um, obviously Nolan's role in the film and working with Heath and his respect for him, you know, like him talking about, just kind of trying to do him justice in the movie and and just, you know, paying attention to his um, uh, uh, general, what's the word I'm looking for? Just behavior while he's while he's watching it and, and to making sure that he's doing him um, justice to the, for the role. Right, Anyways, yeah. yeah. It's a much more, it's a much more personal yeah. uh, look and remembering Heath than... Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah, I what was, a guy. You know, like, and, and the world lost an angel. Blah, blah, you it's know. a very interesting insight. It's a nice thing to say, but yet this is a this is a really great and eloquent way of, of remembering him. So, 
Yeah, it's very sad that we lost that guy so early and so young. But right. uh, one of the uh, arguably one of the best jokers of all time. So still missed. Oh, you Keith can Ledger. easily say one of the best. Oh that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, I don't think anyone will argue one of the best. I chose my words wisely. That's smart. I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, I, we don't need a we don't need a brawl. That's you and you and Brian's job anyway for you guys to really get into. Get at each other's throats, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, um, <laughs> Gotham has been renewed for a second season. Huzzah! Huzzah! Along with the Flash and Huzzah. Arrow for the fourth. So, oh my gosh! Great, great time to be a DC Comics fan on TV. Glorious. Uh, so, announcing that second season, uh, Fox said that the show is averaging a 4.2 rating in adults 18 to 49 and 10.6 million viewers, which is still a really, really strong showing. Yeah. Uh, Gotham is the season's number one broadcast drama overall among men 18 to 49 and men 18 to 34. The debut episode, which exploded into premiere week with a 6.0 18 rating among adults, uh, outperformed The Blacklist and Scorpion and delivered Fox's highest rated fall drama debut in 14 years. The, this live plus seven rating reflects the largest post three day ratings gain of any broadcast drama ever. So yeah. Gotham is still doing incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people thought it would uh, kind of start to atrophy, but that has not been the case. It's still doing very strongly in the ratings. We're going to get a season two, so it will be interesting to see where it goes from there. Yeah, with the with the kind of lengthy you know overall arc that they've got going on, it's it's no surprise, and it, and they're really smart about how they're making these shows where the Flash has an overall arc, but. Definitely a lot more episodic and a lot of, uh, you know, they got the the villains kind of coming in and out, you know, yeah. every two to three episodes, but then they have the long arc going. You know, Gotham is definitely more of the long arc show, but they still pepper in these guys as well. Right. So they got a lot of variety in the way they make this show. But, you know, it's, it's really considering this is a show where, you know, we're getting some villains, but there's no superhero element to it, really. You know, it's like... Right. It's amazing. Like, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's... It is amazing it's really that well. it is doing... Twice the viewers of every other superhero show on the air. Yeah. Yeah. And in the case of Constantine, five times the viewers. Right. Which is a shame because I think Constantine is a pretty pretty good show. Yeah, I've caught it. It's, uh, it's, pretty, it's good. It's just... It's good. It's just not great. It's like, just it's, not great. It's and one of those where I like, oh, watch it. But it's hard for me to be like, oh, Constantine's on tonight. Like, mm, it's not that. But um, yeah. uh, still, like, really, really strong ratings, you know. Uh, I'll, I mean, and you kind of... You grade on the curve for the CW shows because they're on the CW. So for right. them, right. like the Flash's four plus million viewers is huge for right. CW. Right. Um, but so for Fox, getting over ten for Gotham is is really good. So that's yeah. that's good to hear. Really amazing stuff. So and Cat, if you haven't watched Gotham, get in there and watch it. Um, and and watch the Flash too. I mean, all these shows are totally worth your time. They're and they're not going anywhere. So catch yeah. up while you can, yeah, or you're gonna going to be left anywhere. in the dust. Uh, and make some time next year because there <laughs> are more. There are more coming. <laughs> I was thinking about this yesterday because last night I was wa- I was catching up on Gotham and mm. I was th- I thought to myself I was like, it, it, when I was thirteen years old, mm-hmm. any one of these shows would be my favorite show and it would be the only show I would care mm-hmm. about on TV. I, I'm at the point where there are so many. And it's growing that I don't even I don't even have the time to watch them the night they air. Yeah. I watched Gotham last night. Last night was Thursday. Yeah, and that's how many. And so we're Same. getting another. Yeah, I mean, and it, like, yeah, again, it, these are the kind of things that, yeah, as a kid, it's like I would be rewatching over and over. You don't have time. Yeah, there's yeah. no time to rewatch. Exactly. You get it done. You're like, okay, knock that one out. On to the next one. It, you know, yeah. With, all of the comic book shows on right now, it's tough to keep up. So, yeah. It's, yeah, it's intense. So, that being said, we have an announcement, a little side news. We'll, we'll, we'll call it under the bad umbrella still. But Supergirl has uh, the TV show CBS is making uh, is going to, they have announced who they're going to be casting as Supergirl. So, uh, help me with the name Melissa Benoist. Benoist. Thank you. Or the, may, the S may be silent. It may be Benoit. Benoit. But. Or Either Benet, way. But I like to think it's like Benet, like uh, like the 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 French tr- treats, the Creole treats. I'm I'm fine with Benet's. that too. Delicious. It's a it's a stretch, but whatever. So she's she's been cast. Um, her credits include Homeland and The Good Wife. 
Uh, but uh, uh, like uh, Grant Gustin of The Flash, she is perhaps best known for the series Glee. So Glee just seems to be the picking ground. You know, for that's where they go. Heroes. That's yeah. where when, yeah. when all else fails, so go like, go pluck someone from Glee. They can sing, they can dance. They, they might as well be. They a can punch. They can punch. Uh, they they're just obviously fit for the role. Yeah, so. I was talking uh, about this yesterday with some of my friends, including you, Jamie, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Yeah, I don't." I don't know if this is good. Um, I, I, I've never seen anything she's done, and that's when I had to reluctantly raise my hand and go. <laughs> Shows on belly a little I, bit. I watch Glee, <laughs> and she's great. She's great. Like she was kind of like one of the new class. Like when everyone graduated, she uh-huh. was one of the new. But she was my favorite of the new one. She's charismatic. She's likable. Uh, she's attractive. She's everything Supergirl needs to be, except blonde. Which is a so has that been was fixed. so my first my first thought was as long as she goes blonde this is awesome because right. I, I loved her on Glee mm-hmm. I, know. I know if there's a time to come forward and say it I suppose I'm coming forward this is the time you um, know when but, there's when all of these people are being chosen for superheroes yes I guess you're like okay I watch it see it will. These are guys, these guys are cool, okay? It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. They, I said that they were cool. Under my breath, I said that they were cool, but now you know they are cool. They obviously. are cool. So, so it's she's fine. great. And it's, it's like she she heard me because she tweeted herself. I didn't see it till this morning, maybe it was last night. Um, she's already gone blonde. She's gone so I, I think it's a great choice. She's gonna be fantastic. I can't wait for this show as well, um, because it's another straight up superhero show set yep. in the world of Arrow and the Flash. And really, film-wise and TV-wise, this is our first female-led superhero anything. Right. And she's going to be, I, I can't remember, I, I didn't put it in here because I can't remember if it's speculative or what, um, but it basically said what I had read as a uh, consensus of what the show will be. I mean, it's going to be that she's been on Earth that she has been, yeah, she's basically, this, we're not getting like the full origin. Like it's going to be kind of more like she's embraced who she is and she's going to be Supergirl. So from the sound of it, it's going to be getting right into it. Awesome. You know? So, which is, which is great. Cause yeah, I mean, obviously there'll be some introduction of course, right. yeah. you know, flashbacks yeah. or what have you. But I love to hear that, you know, we're going to get, you know. It's, it's not going to be Smallville of, of yeah. years of her figuring yeah. out her powers. Yeah. She's super. Yeah. That's I, great. I think that's what they need. I think they need to go full on and get some of these real, you know, concrete superhero yes. shows in there, too. Pour one out for Helen Slater. That's right. Ugh. I don't know who that is. Oh. <laughs> she was Supergirl in the 1984 film. Wow. Supergirl. Good good pull, man. You were testing me. I, I was. I was like, yeah, that's and right. And you failed. Uh, <laughs> crap. Um, it's not really Batman's news, so... It's eh, not. It doesn't count. I'll take, I'll, I'll take a mulligan. Uh, moving on. Uh, I, I didn't see any video game news. I think so. I, we have a ton of merchandise um, news. It's yeah, just a can... bunch released. We'll, we're kind of just going to run through it really quick. If you want to check these out, go to the thebatmanuniverse.net. Um, we've compiled them over there, um, pictures of all of them and all the stats with all of these things. But a bunch of new action figures... And statues um, from DC Collectibles uh, coming out. So there's a DC Collectibles Batman the Animated Series Scarecrow action figure uh, revealed. So this is based off of that um, the the new um, anniversary animation that um, they created uh, recently. Was, yeah, I didn't the even new Batman Adventures. The new Sorry. Batman. This Adventures. is the more. This is the more Hangman. Version. Yeah, I didn't even realize no. it was Scarecrow, honestly. I didn't know that's who that was supposed to be. Yeah, he went through a lot of redesigns. This was the, the final yeah. redesign. And yeah. So I I would have preferred one of the older versions in figure form, uh, but... Yeah, it's it's, it's still really, Batman the animated series. It's, it's awesome. It's super cool. So along with that, uh, there's also a Batman animated series Roxy R- Rocket deluxe action figure. Uh, so also from the animated series. So that's... Pretty wicked looking. These uh, and and more uh, of action figures. We've got DC Comics uh, Jay Lee design figure series. So it's all figure series of Superman, Batman, Catwoman, and Wonder Woman um, by Jay Lee. Um, very. They did a good job with these, uh, making it his style. I'm not a really big fan of the Jay Lee style. Neither am it's I. It's a little too wispy for me. Yes. But I mean, you got to hand it to them. They really knocked. They nailed these designs. Yeah, so those are pretty cool as well. 
Yep. Uh, there's also coming out a Batman Black and White Batman by Brian Hitch statue, designed by Brian Hitch, sculpted by Claiborne Moore. Uh, it's the latest statue. Don't miss your chance to pick up the statue featuring Batman launching into action. A limited edition of 5200. It's about six and a quarter inches tall. Uh, 7995 in the U.S. on sale August of 2015. So if you're collecting those black and white Batman action figures, this is the next one on your list, basically. It's it's a very awesome sculpt. Um, your your shelf has got to be getting real full of these yeah. things by now if you're really going and getting My them. My shelf's wallet, been full for years. Yeah, and your, wall, <laughs> your wallet has got to be dwindling away because yeah. at 80 bucks, they are worth it, but they are expensive. And there's another uh, statue from the Batman Black and White collection. It is Batgirl by Babs, uh, based on the designs of Cameron Stewart and Babs Tar, sculpted by Irene Matar. Barbara Gordon gets the black and white treatment based on her fresh new look. From the hit comic book Batgirl, also limited to 5,200 pieces. This one is seven and a quarter inches tall, also 79.95, also on sale August of this year. So this one is uh, probably, this has got to be the quickest they've ever made a figure based yeah. on the design. Yeah. Because the comic just came out. But yeah, it just they're, got they're such, on top of that. Yeah, they got such a resounding um, uh, applause from so many people. Um, so good on them, capitalizing on that. Right. Uh, moving on, the Gotham City Police police badge, so don't miss your chance for your very own Gotham City police badge as seen in the hit TV series Gotham. Chrome-plated metal badge is molded from the actual show prop and comes attached to its own leather belt strap. It's about three and a half inches tall, and it's about 30 bucks. That's a great little little piece. 30 bucks, pretty reasonable. We already and have one. We do. We I, do. I was sitting there wondering if it's the same. Uh, I hope so. I think it looks the it's same. Got, it's got to be. It's close enough that I'm not buying a new one. No, exactly. So we, uh, Brian, Jamie, and I, we all got uh, Gotham badges at Comic Con this year when we did the Gotham zip line. So if, if you were at Comic Con and you were able to do that, you have one too. And I'm wearing my You're shirt wearing today. The tea. I'm uh. wearing my shirt. I didn't even plan that. Um, so there you go. If, if you didn't get a chance to get one at Comic Con, you can purchase your own for thirty bucks uh, in May. Yeah, looks really cool. And then uh, moving on to the last couple things, uh, there's a Catwoman bust by Jim Lee, uh, designed by Jim Lee, sculpted by Joseph Mena, a limited edition of 2,500. <clears throat> so this is like the kind of waist up bust, about six and a half inches tall and $50. Again, another very, I, I got to hand it to, to DC. They, they, as far as their figures go, I mean, they really nail the style of right. each of these yeah. artists. They, yeah. they, they know how to pick their sculptors and their artists to get these. So very, a very awesome uh, Catwoman bust. And then finally, uh, another uh, Batman black and white uh, statue. This is a second edition statue designed by Darwin Cook <clears throat> and sculpted by Jonathan Matthews. Um, so this one is uh, basically it was so popular uh, that they've brought it back uh, and now it has a second edition paint deco. Uh, so again, same price as all the other ones, eighty bucks, seven and a half, seven and a quarter inches tall, on sale in July. So check out all of those in uh, on the BatmanUniverse.net. Again, they've got pictures of all of them and all of them compiled together. So you can begin your wish list for, you know, whatever the following Easter. holidays. Yeah, Easter or <laughs> Valentine's some in July and, and August. So what's around there? You know, Fourth of July. Yeah. My birthday's in July. So ah, that's nice. perfect. perfect. Perfect for some of these. Uh, yeah, that was quite the list. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I just throw them all on there because sometimes we're a little short on merch, and this this week, yeah, there was just so the much. The floodgates have opened. That's right. So uh, let's move. Let's finish up as we do with listener feedback. Uh, we got a message from Mike Stuckey. Uh, he said, hey, guys, great show yet again. Your thoughts on a Batman TV show or movie set in the 60s sounds awesome. This has to become a reality. Hashtag confirmed. Yes. Thank you, Mike. I knew I wasn't alone. I was I was feeling a little tested last, last week when you guys were like, well, this has been done. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> but but I, again, yeah, I, I think that in a different format, this could be good. And so apparently I'm not alone. You were not, Well, me and uh, I was watching Batman 66, the, the Blu-rays with my friend Scott. And he even said, he goes, I would love them to make this now. Because think of the fun that we would have casting celebrities in these villain roles now like big celebrities right you know imagine i don't know brad pitt coming in and doing the joker imagine uh, you know like imagine it, yeah it almost reminds me of the, the what is the third austin powers where they make a a can like yes. they do a fake the austin fake, powers movie and it's like danny devito is right. meeting me and all yeah. this like it's of course a parody but yeah. 
It could be done. It could be done either way, and I think it would be really great. But yeah, if it had that feel, it'd be so cool. So, thanks, Mike. Would Very be fun. F- thank you for the feedback. Uh, we got another message from Ryan Lavat. It says, "Greetings, boys. I really enjoy the show. It the, enjoy the show. I can read. Really enjoy the show and wait every week for it." As it's all, always, it's a great way to pick up the news and theories you guys lay down. I could hazard a guess as to which Batman from movies and TV you are respective favorites. Feel free to say which ones, but I have fan feedback question for you that is mainly comic related. Which is your most and least favorite alternate reality Batman? I.e. Red Rain, Thrill Killer, Noir, All-Star Batman, Shudders, and, or Kingdom <laughs> Come. Keep up the good work and you will keep this listener. Cheers. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, thanks will, for your message, Ryan. We will do our due diligence. Uh, I, I truthfully, like, some of these older books, or some, not not necessarily older books, but, like, the side universe books. Right, yeah, Elseworlds. I'm, yeah, like, right. I'm not as familiar with. Um, I know certain ones. I, I would say it's, if I had to pick a least favorite, it'd be Batman of Zura and R, just because mm-hmm. even though Batman R.I.P. was a great comic um, overall, it was just such Grant Morrison, God bless him, but he just he was just Gets trying so hard to make sense of that name, which originally Batman of Zura and R was just it was just some made up name for like the uh, Martian version of Batman, right? And he tried to explain that it was like uh, a misspoken or misheard phrase at at uh, the Mask of Zorro when Bruce was a kid and that's what his inner ego inspired anyways it just it, it, it while it's uh, and the, just the pay scheme is just ridiculous so right, right. Um, yeah that one is probably my least favorite uh, for for most favorite um I, I do enjoy Kingdom Come I thought that was a lot of fun a really it. cool read oh it's it's definitely worth the read. Um, but the one that it's not mes- mentioned here, but I have uh, very good memories of, it's uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Oh, yeah, the Gaslight it's, Batman. It's yeah. the, the Batman who goes after Jack the Ripper. And yeah. I, I, have, I have a lot of good memories of reading that one when I was in, like, high school, I guess. Uh, I just thought it was really cool, really unique, very different. Uh, so I always really enjoyed that cool one. Cool costume, too. Very like, cool. It's yeah. like that. It know, was like really... steampunk before steampunk became a yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, they were ahead of the, ahead of the curve on that. So yeah. I, I love that one um i do like kingdom come uh i've not read all of all-star batman but the fact that you punctuated it with a shutter yeah makes me very interested to check it out <laughs> for maybe for better or worse yeah. but I'm, I'm intrigued you got to take the good with the bad when you're married to the bats you know yeah uh, i would say my other just uh, again i think i'm i'm a little bit um uh, naive to some of the older like side stories, but uh, the one in recent memory that I really liked was the Earth Two story, where it was actually um, uh, Thomas Wayne who became Batman, and mm-hmm. that was like a really cool adaptation where it was like he he had actually it was Bruce who had died. Was that and Thomas? Was that because of Flashpoint, or was that something separate from Flashpoint? Yeah, it was. I think it was a fl- the Flashpoint paradox. Okay, because I just I just reread Flashpoint last week when I was on an airplane, mm-hmm. um, so it's very fresh yes. in my memory. Yes, so that that was like a jut off story from that that yeah. story arc, um, and so that I thought that was such a really uh, a really cool take, and it's kind of like it one really of those was, things. You're like, yeah. how have they not done this yet? So yeah. um, a, that was also a very cool version, but. Uh, yeah, I got to go back and get get read some of these. There's even some of the really great ones that I know about that I I just haven't. Yeah, there's so so many. So many. Ugh, so. Um, so thank you so much for your question, Ryan. We appreciate it. Uh, we also got another message from Travis. No last name, but hello, Travis. I said you guys are one of the best parts of my week. Woohoo! That's Woo! Very nice. Um, that is the weeks we are blessed with episodes. Cough, cough. Oh, geez. Some oh. of us have to take holidays too. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Travis. We're, we're doing better now that the new year is here, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, uh, we're good. Until I'm going out of town the first week of March. So, warning. Oh. Um, <laughs> would you rather be Batman or another member of the Justice League so that you could be around Batman? Question mark. So thank you for the question, Travis. You know that we like these these fun what if scenarios. Um, would I rather be Batman or another member of the Justice League so you could be around Batman? Do you want to go first? Sure. I, to me, this is like uh, – obviously, it's like Batman has the trouble past and all that. But it's like – I feel like just being a number me- another member of the Justice League, obviously, that would be cool. But it's like the whole time I'm just going to be wishing I was Batman. I feel like that's just – I'm like – I know I know it's it's been hardship, but – 
You want to be you Batman. Just, it's like do that. You, do you dislike your parents that much? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Now when you put it into that, those terms, oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough because you have to take the good with the bad. But, like, what's that What's that? Uh, that phrase? It's like, unless you can be Batman, always be Batman. Right, right. Like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, oh, God. Yeah. It's like, be yourself or something. Unless always, you can be Batman, then always, always be, be Batman. Batman. Which yeah, is kind of like, how I live my life. That's kind of how I look at it. It's yeah. like, are we all in our own little ways just striving to be a little bit more like Batman? So I, I, I feel like. Every day. Yeah, I feel like. I would just be, even as Superman, I'd be like, I mean, I'm pretty awesome, but Batman's just so cool. Like, I wish I wish I could be cool. He like is that. so cool. He's so cool. He's so cool. So, for I, me, I'm, I'm going to be Batman. You're going to be Batman? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Well, what do you got? I, I would actually not be Batman. Oh, I love not, it. Not because I don't love Batman, but I, honestly, oh. I'm just totally selfishly looking at, like, the powers and being like, mm. I could be Batman and have to work my ass off every day to stay in peak physical condition or I could be Superman and go lay out in the sun for a half an hour and lift planets <laughs> I'm gonna go with Superman maybe that's just that's, cause I'm lazy no, I don't know that's a good call no. cause that's the only reason I'm not Batman right now <laughs> it's cause I don't dedicate half my day to working out that's true and I mean, solving crimes I, in some if, sense you could be Batman yeah like you could like can I be can possible I, can I be Superman and just wear the Batman outfit. Yeah. Mm. I want. I really want to be able to you fly. You want the powers. I want the powers. I hear you, man. I hear you. I just, oh. I don't know. I, I think all the work and that you put in to be such a badass, though, I mean, it's tough, but. But you get the money, too, you, so that's good. You get the money, and you, like, you know, I'm, I'm one of those guys that it's like I always am down to work a little extra, you know, to, to feel the gratification of my hard work. So I'm just trying to make myself feel better about the fact that I didn't choose superpowers. But I'm, still, I'm sticking with it. I'm going to be Batman. So great question, Travis. Very fun. Good night. That was fantastic. Um, and finally, one more. Thank you guys all for the awesome feedback this week. This is great. Um, uh, by Ann D. DJ Supernova. Uh, so it looks like you got another, Whoa. another little Andy competition here. Buddy. Andy Supernova. That's... Remarkably Didn't you close. Go by Supernova? That is that's my stage name. I'm really confused. I don't remember sending this email. Did you write this, Andy? I did. Wow. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I feel I feel like this person made this username off of you. Anyway, either way. That's that's weird. Andy. But cool. Good DJ name. DJ Supernova. Uh, yo, what's your favorite Batman nickname? Mine is when the Joker calls calls him Bats all the time in the Arkham series. I'm trying to think of any other one. Like the Joker is the guy that calls I mean, him Bats. You know. Along those lines. Uh, what about Robin? It makes me laugh in Batman '89 when Nicholson goes, "Hey, Batsy." Yeah. Batsy makes me laugh. Yeah. Uh, if we're looking like at the larger universe, I've always been very partial to Caped Crusader. Yeah. Like in the Dark Knight, when he goes, maybe Harvey Dent is the Caped Crusader. I'm like, oh, they said Caped Crusader. That like, is I just, great. There's something I, I love about that that nickname. So that has a great ring to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. I was trying to think if there's uh, like you know like one that maybe um, Dick Grayson uses for you know like calling. Batman, like an old Kajer or something like that. There's nothing, nothing has sprung to mind. Uh, then just agree with Andy I agree and, say, with, and say bats. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I think, yeah, anytime that the Joker is in jest, you know, kind of toying with Batman and calling him whatever nicknames, fantastic. I want to, I want to do some research on this one, see if I can think or find any other nicknames. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm letting you down and D DJ supernova, but yeah, good poll, man. That's, that's, uh, that is a great nickname for him. Yeah. Cape Crusader is so classic. That is, it is, you know, and I, I I like classic. Yeah. I I mean, mean, I always, I've always liked the dark Knight. I mean, even though that's like people, I guess it's a nickname too. I mean, that's, that's so big. It counts, you know, there's, there's Batman. Yeah. There's Cape Crusader, there's the Dark Knight, there's the world's greatest detective. Like, he's got... I always like the Dark Knight because it just feels like he's just this, you know, it, it's a little different. It's like he's this uh, armored, you know, uh, he is a hero. It's taken, on, it's know, taken on a new life because of, of the Nolan films, uh, but he was the Dark Knight before. But yeah, you're right, like, because of that, about, there's been a change in the... There's something the about it, like, it's like him being the, 
the, the cast out, the vigilante, you know, like the basically the, the doer of good without the recognition. I always like that, you know, like the idea that he's like <clears throat> dark, you know, he's not like this proud, standing, everyone praise him kind of hero. He's kind of almost the cast off do gooder, you know, that, right. that has to do good for the city even though he gets all the abuse. So the Dark Knight always has had that like kind of oomph to it for me. Right. But Cape Crusader feels like so great and triumphant. I yeah. love that too. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. All right, fantastic. And we can we're, we can revisit it next week, so Brian can chime in. Yeah, I I'm think, sure he I'm sure he has one. Oh, I bet ready he has. Yeah, I bet he has some. So, uh, so thank you, Andy, Andy DJ Supernova. <laughs> Excited clever, to hear, clever girl, to hear more from you. <laughs> thank you. Um, but there you go. Let's let's wrap this sucker up. Uh, thank you, everybody who went ahead and wrote into us. We love this feedback. So thank you, Mike, Ryan, Travis, and Andy. Uh, please send us any more feedback questions. We love these little exercises. And get active on the Facebook page too. Because, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We, we check that from time to time. And so we'll you know this week we had a ton on the on the website on foundingleaders.net, uh, but we'll check into the Facebook page and see if there's others that we missed, and we'll yeah. try to address as many as we can. But keep them coming. And, I'm I'm just gonna throw it. A little disappointed. No shout out for my little my little Frozen addition to last week's episode. I will say my brother listened and Uh he was like, "I love." He's like, "Tell Andy, great job for the first theme of the Batman universe (laughs) game." You did a couple other background songs before, but yeah. that was like the, the first one that chimed in right at you that know, time. It, I do it just, listen to our show. Yeah, good job. It just <laughs> it just opened itself up. So yeah, now I'm I'm like I feel the challenge. I'm like I'll, I'll put in something else. We oh, don't know what. Oh, and I found uh, uh gosh, crap! I forgot to get it this morning, but I found a sound that could be our confirmed stand. Oh, did sound. you? So yeah, send it to me. Yeah, I'll send it over to you, and then uh, maybe we can have that on our show. Confirmed. So, hashtag confirmed. All right. Well. Well, uh, thank you all for listening to the show. Thank you, uh, Jamie, Brian. We missed you, buddy. We will have you uh, hopefully next week. Traffic or or the trains will be a little more on schedule, and we'll get a chance to talk more about Batman nicknames. Uh, But that will wrap us up for this episode of the Batman Universe. Uh, Make sure that you do check out uh, new episodes of this show and all of the other Batman Universe shows on thebatmanuniverse.net. Make sure you also check out our sister show, Holy Batcast, on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podkicker, and wherever podcasts are sold. So on behalf of Jamie, Brian, and myself, Andy, this has been The Batman Universe. The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham.